Welcome to Served Neat. I'm your host, Jen Hartman. I am wildly obsessed with marketing, sales, business, and the bottom line. I left corporate America with $3,000 in my bank account and a dream of becoming a successful entrepreneur. In the last two years, I grew my marketing consultancy to multiple six figures, worked with over 160 CEOs, and even started my very own fashion brand. In this podcast, I'll be serving up my best kept secrets to help you grow and scale your business. Each week, you'll hear from myself along with other entrepreneurs. You'll learn about what it actually takes to grow a brand, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Pour yourself a glass of bourbon and get ready to take notes because it is time to dive into this week's episode. What's up? Welcome back to another episode of Served Neat. I am finally back in office after being gone for a few weeks. I feel like I've been out forever, but it was so good to be entirely focused on my husband. Oh, that still sounds weird. Husband, my friends, and my family who were in town for our wedding festivities. Heads up, today's episode is going to be super personal. I'll be sharing how much we spent on our wedding what I enjoyed, some wedding hacks that'll save you thousands if you're getting married soon, some things that went terribly wrong, so on and so forth. The reason why I'm sharing all of this information is because no one really told me anything about wedding planning and like day of stuff. I just kind of like figured it out on my own and so did my husband. So let's get into it. I really enjoyed that our wedding was non-traditional. We did not get married in a church. We got married at the courthouse with just my mom and one of my husband's best friends. It worked out really well. I felt like we were able to maximize our time at our venue the week after. So it worked out really well. I thought that I might regret that decision, but I still feel really, really good about it. If you are not someone who is like super religious and feels strongly about getting married in front of all of their friends and family, I would recommend looking into a courthouse wedding. I don't know how it goes in every state, but in Kentucky, it's super quick, very easy. The only weird thing is they put you in a courtroom with like criminals, people who like need to pay parking tickets. Like it's just a weird mix of people in one courtroom, but other than that, it was really good. So the other thing that I enjoyed too, and again, very non-traditional is we went ax throwing instead of doing a rehearsal dinner. This was actually one of my favorite things that we did during the week of our wedding. We were able to spend so much time with friends and family members the night before our wedding reception. We had a lot of great conversations. We went out after with friends and family. We went over to a friend's house, which now that I'm thinking about it, I was very hungover the next day. So probably should not have had as much fun as I had, but again, I enjoyed it. We really didn't need to have a rehearsal dinner because there's nothing to rehearse. And this was way more our our style, laid back, fun, not stressful at all. We also got some pushback on this one, but I'm going to tell you why I liked it. We did a Friday wedding. I don't know anyone. Nobody in my friend group or my family did a Friday wedding. I only know people who have done Saturday and Sunday weddings. So one of the reasons why we did this is number on the cost. There was a $5,000 difference between getting married on a Saturday and a Friday. 
So I was like, okay, why not save a little bit of money and get married on a Friday instead? So we got married on a Friday night and it worked out well because most of our friends and family members spent four to five days in Louisville. So again, we got to spend a lot of time with our loved ones outside of the night of our reception. I didn't feel super pressured to have conversations with everybody at the wedding because I knew I was going to spend more time with them outside of that. The venue is definitely a little bit different. Again, I'm coming back to, we are very non-traditional people. We got married at Churchill Downs on the rooftop. I don't know too many people who would think to get married at a horse racing track, but you know, again, we're different. The reason why I like this venue is because it meant something to my husband and I. We spent tons of time. We still spend tons of time at Churchill Downs. It's what we enjoy doing together. And the venue is just chef's kiss. Like there are not, I I don't think there's another venue in the city that has views like this. You can see the historic track where the Kentucky Derby takes place. You can see the mountains, maybe not mountains, but like hills. We don't really have mountains in Louisville, Kentucky, but you can see like the really beautiful hills, like Iroquois Park, which if you're from Louisville, you know what that is. And if you are not, then it's okay. It's just a really pretty park and it's up on like a big hill. You can see downtown Louisville, which we have such a beautiful downtown. You can see University of Louisville's campus and their stadium, their football stadium. You can see Indiana across the river. Like, oh, the views were amazing. I could go on and on and on, but it truly was a beautiful venue. And if you live in the area, go check it out. It's amazing. It's so iconic. Last thing that I really enjoyed when it comes to non-traditional things is we didn't invite all of our friends and family members. We were really selective when it came to who we decided to send invites to. Oh, wait, one more thing here. We never sent out save the dates. (laughs) Never sent them out. All we did was we kind of texted people we knew we were going to invite. We let them know our wedding date and then we sent out wedding invites I want to say like two months prior or three months prior, we didn't actually do physical save the dates. And again, that saved us a little bit of money. Most of the people who came to the wedding were like younger and tech savvy. So it wasn't a big deal. Everyone had access to email. It worked out well. I liked it because people could immediately like let us know whether or not they were coming. They didn't have to send anything back to us. We didn't have to beg well, we had to beg a few people to RSVP, but for the most part, people quickly said yes or no, and it made our our lives so much easier. I have to point this out so my husband doesn't get upset, but he truly planned the entire wedding. I had very little involvement in planning the wedding, and he did such an incredible job with it. I, this is going to sound bad, I didn't care about anything other than the venue, like nothing. Didn't care about the food. Didn't care about flower arrangements. Like if people showed up great, if the food was edible, cool. Couldn't care less about like the details like that. So I let Tucker plan everything. He knew that I just couldn't handle it. Like between two businesses, working on a book, my mental health, like I, I didn't have it in me to plan a wedding if he left that up to me, I'm sure we would have just eloped. So I'm glad that he was willing to take that on. He did such a great job with everything. So shout out to my husband for being such an incredible planner. The other thing I want to point out is our budget. So (laughs) anytime you put wedding in front of something, it like triples the price. Pretty funny how that works. 
I was very strict on our budget and I know it's very easy for people to get carried away. Like I have gone to weddings that were 200 or $300,000. I've been to weddings that were like 50 to like $75,000. I've been to a lot of beautiful weddings, but I knew like as soon as Tucker proposed to me and we were talking about the wedding, like I knew I did not want to go over 22, like $22,000 was my limit. And guess what? We ended up at like 22 and some change. Like we were very, very, very close to our budget. If something did not fit in our budget, we just said no. We found a live band that we loved. We saw them in person a few times. We know the lead singer, like loved them. They sent us over their rates and they started at $3,500 and it would have put us a couple thousand dollars over. And we just said, no, we were like, you know, we love you guys, but we have a budget that we want to stick to. And we did. So we ended up going with a DJ who was so much fun. So one of the reasons why we were really strict about the budget is because we just have things that are coming up. Like we're buying two new homes this year. We have trips coming up. We didn't want to go wild with wedding costs because it's just one day. And though my parents pitched in, we did spend our own money on the wedding. And I just, I wanted to be respectful of my husband. I wanted to be respectful of my parents who were supporting us with the wedding too. And so we, we landed on 22 and some change. And I feel very, very good about that. We did not go in depth for the wedding. Um, so yeah, anyways, moving on something that I really enjoyed about the wedding is that we snuck away in the middle of the reception to take photos in the elevator. I wanted some like fun, some like sexy elevator pics. I saw them on Pinterest and I was like, I want to add these. So we did. And it was a blast. One of my followers on Instagram asked what my most unexpected happy moment was during that evening. And it was when I stepped back from the dance floor with my husband and just took it all in. We just took a step back with our drinks just the two of us. And we just looked around and saw all of our loved ones having such a good time, dancing, drinking, laughing, emotional, just seeing everyone I cared about in one space. Like knowing that people traveled so far just to see us and celebrate our love. Like, oh, I'm going to get emotional right now talking about it. The venue was great because it was all inclusive. If you can find a venue that's all inclusive, it will make your life so much easier. All we had to do was hit a minimum. Like we, that's all we had to do. We had to hit a $15,000 minimum that doesn't include tax and gratuity, but we had great food. We had an open bar that went all night long. Like it was a really good decision. I have friends who are planning weddings right now and they have to like rent glasses and dishes and they have to rent tables and chairs. And oh my gosh, like I know that my husband, handled this, but I, I can't imagine having to rent and find and take care of all of that stuff. Like it just seems like a lot. So I'm glad that we got something all inclusive. We only had to pick out, what did we have to do? We had to bring our own centerpieces, which my, I'll get into that in a few, but my mom and mother-in-law handled that one. We had to bring the DJ and we had to bring the photographer and that was it and ourselves. But you know, other than that, we didn't have to worry about anything else. The venue really took care of all of it. Okay. I have a few hacks for you guys. If you are planning a wedding soon, we saved a lot of money on arrangements and I know that flowers can get really expensive, but we only spent $300. My mom and my mother-in-law got flowers two days before our wedding reception from Trader Joe's and they just pieced them together all on their own. 
the venue was beautiful. And we knew that with the rooftop views, we really didn't need to go too crazy on arrangements. Like people were not going to be looking at the centerpieces. We also didn't do like a five course sit down meal. So like people were kind of dancing or like socializing the entire time. I'm really glad that we only spent a couple hundred on flowers. I mean, at the end of the day, you can't save them. You got to throw them out. So yeah, I feel good about that one. We also worked with our photographer on an hourly rate versus a package because we knew that we didn't need her for the entire day. I didn't want pictures of me getting ready. I didn't have anything to really take pictures of. My personal trainer did my makeup. I did my hair. I did my nails. Like I didn't want pictures of any of that. So we only wanted about four hours of her time. And in that four hours, again, we saved a ton of money this way and we got a lot of beautiful photos. Okay, so of course you can't have a wedding without things going wrong. So let me just share what went wrong just for kicks. If you follow me on Instagram, you already know this, but my dress was butchered one week out from our wedding. The straps were two different lengths. The leg slit, I don't even know how I can describe this over a podcast, but because they tried to bring up my dress an inch or two, they brought up the leg slit and it was way too high up. Like it would have been very inappropriate. So what they did is they cut two inches off the bottom of the dress. And in the process, hundreds of sequins fell off the dress. So they tried to hand stitch the sequins back on, but they sewed them in all different directions. So it looked, it was not good work, not good at all. The ruching in the midsection no longer sat in the right place. So it looked like I had a food baby. Like the dress just didn't fit right. Oh, and the alterations were so tight, the dress wouldn't zip. And so I tried it on at the original tailor and I brought it out to him and he was like, oh, it looks great. It looks fine. Like this is how the dress is supposed to fit. He just refused to do anything about it and just, it was not a good situation. So I ended up taking it home the next morning because we were cutting it very close to my wedding date. And I actually got nervous because I brought it into another seamstress and they didn't even, she didn't even know if they could fix it. She was like, we'll try our best, but we can't make any promises. (laughs) So I ended up ordering another wedding dress because I was so nervous. So I spent a lot of money on dresses, but it's okay. I wanted to be safe rather than sorry. Turns out the other seamstress was able to fix the dress and it actually looked so good. I was surprised. They were able to sew on all of the sequins. They fixed the straps, the dress zipped, they fixed the ruching. Like they just, it was a wedding miracle. Wedding miracle, I tell you. So I got my dress back the day before the wedding. The other fun thing that happened, I say fun, like it was actually fun. The other thing that happened was the venue tried to get us to move locations 48 hours before our big day. So we were out at Churchill Downs Thursday, the day before our wedding, looking at other venues. And we ended up having a conversation in person about things. What ended up happening with the venue is they were worried about customer experience because there were going to be five to 10 mile per hour winds on the rooftop and they didn't want the food to get cold. They didn't want things to be flying around. So they really wanted us to bump to an indoor venue. We did not want to, but we went out there and had an in-person conversation and they were willing to try and work with us. So we did. We ended up with the original venue on the rooftop, which made me happy. But y'all, I was having like a mentee B on Wednesday and Thursday thinking that like 
the one thing that I cared about, i.e. the venue, wasn't going to happen. I was so nervous. Okay, next up, I ruined my Louboutins. I got these really beautiful $900 Louboutins that had some tool on them and they tied around the ankle. Oh, they're so pretty. So I wanted to protect the red bottoms. I ordered these plastic bottoms from Amazon that had really good reviews that were actually made specifically for Louboutins to like keep them from getting scratched up and dented. We put them on the week before the wedding and I went to go try the shoes on again with my dress the day before the wedding to make sure everything looked okay together. And um, yeah, the uh, plastic had melted into the shoe. It looked so bad. My amazing neighbor, shout out to Megan, came over and tried to help us fix the shoes. And ultimately I'm going to have to send them off to a cobbler. Like they look better than they did originally, but that plastic protector ended up just, oh, it ended up ruining the bottom of the shoes. So the shoes look fine. Like if I'm wearing them around, you would never know that I ruined them. But when you flip them over and look at the bottoms, there's like red paint missing. They're dented. Oh, they just, they don't look that good. So I have to send them off to a cobbler. Hopefully the cobbler can fix them. Next thing that didn't go according to plan was it was like way windier than expected like they said five to ten mile per hour winds and I was like oh it's that's not really that bad but I think because it was a little bit colder plus we were seven stories up it made it a little chilly but it was still a fun night I was pretty warm throughout the night until the end but I know our guests were our guests were cold (laughs) and as soon as I stopped moving around I was like oh I'm cold too but like as long as I kept moving I was okay but like if I had to stop and have a conversation with someone, I was shivering. So yeah, that didn't go as well. And then the one regret I have, I would say this is the only regret is not hiring a videographer. Now we would have had to like work our budget around to be able to fit that in. But I wish we had video footage from that night because like I wasn't really on my phone. None of my friends were on their phones. Like we just didn't get any video from that night. And I'm kind of sad. Like I wish I, I have that memory on video. Okay. Last but not least, I wanted to share something I learned when I was out of office for a few weeks for my wedding. I did not know this about myself, but I do a lot of unnecessary crap just to fill up time to feel productive. And I will no longer be doing that moving forward. (laughs) I don't know if this is like the workaholic in me, or if this goes back to like when I was like in corporate and if I wasn't busy, I like wasn't rewarded. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't just sit at my desk. I I had to be doing something. And yeah, part of like how I feel successful is like being productive and being busy and having things to do. And I don't necessarily need to do all the crap I've been doing in the last couple of years. I have a lot of great team members that I need to get better at delegating to, but yeah, that's just one realization I had is when I was out of office, I obviously didn't do a lot of the tasks I typically do and the business still thrived. So that tells me that a lot of what I'm doing just is not necessary for the business. So that was definitely a longer episode, but I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Again, just wanted to share a couple of these things, some hacks. I wasn't told any of this going into the wedding and I wish somebody would have told me stuff like this instead of me having to like figure it out on my own. But yeah, all in all, great night. Had so much fun. It truly was like the best night of my life and I'm happy with everything. So 
Thanks guys for listening. I appreciate you. Don't worry. It will be back to business as usual on next week's podcast episode. Have a great Tuesday and I'll catch you next week.